If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everyone, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Amy Walker. And I am Dr. Monica Ogando. And today we are dedicating this episode to talking about collaborative problem solving Here's the deal. I see so many people trying to fix all the problems in all the areas of their life on their own. And it is the least effective, most inefficient way to create growth, to solve problems, to fix things that are broken. Uh, And it will leave you constantly feeling like you are the fix-it man in all areas of your life. So I love collaboration. I feel like it makes everything move smoother and faster and easier. And it shows you ideas that you never would have thought of on your own. It also, however, requires a level of uh, dropping down the ego in order to be willing to hear the things that maybe you didn't want to hear. So, Monica, um, you're somebody that I have collaborated with on solving problems. And Mm -hmm. so I would love to hear from you. What are some of your strategies that you use when you're recognizing there's a problem and you're needing to get some help and support in that, what do you go to first? Um, I, my first thing is to, to get clear on the outcome, to get clear on the outcome that I want, the result that I want so that I know what, what is it that I'm asking for in my collaborations, right? Because sometimes people will say, um, let me know how I can support you, mm-hmm. but it's just as vague and it's just as, you know, it's kind of like a nothing phrase now, right? Whereas, uh, Whereas when I'm clear about what it is that I need, then automatically I already know who to go to. There are some people for whom that's a gift. For some, for some people, that's that's a nothing ask, you know, because it comes so naturally to them. And then there are others that's like, ooh, hold on, let me let me guard my let me guard myself, you know. And so getting clear on the outcome is first. Then getting clear on who can support that endeavor or whatever the case may be, who has a talent for it, who has the time for it, who has the uh, inclination for it, and so forth. Um, and then. Then I go to my energy. Like I, I am not a babysitting kind of manager or friend or any, there's nothing in me. <laughs> I didn't even, right? And so I like surrounding myself and it supports me when other people are self-driven, when other people are, you know, take initiative and so forth, because I, I, it doesn't come from me. I, I know how to jump in, right? But it, I don't have a lot of initiating energy. And I already know that about myself, um, because of you know my energy signature and so forth so knowing that about myself i know who to come to 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 complement that energy i'm very good at finishing things not so good at starting and and I, i'm opposite which is why we get along so well i love starting things and then i'm like and then you peed it out and i'm like come on let's go you have to get finished yeah <laughs> exactly yes so that that works out perfectly because then it's like you don't make yourself wrong about it because you've matched up with somebody that 
um, whose strength is where you don't shine and vice versa. You are the strength where I don't shine. Yeah, I love it. So one of the things that I know to be true about myself is I am a private processor. So mm-hmm. when I'm in the middle of pain, of grief, of sadness, of hurt, I tend to cocoon and then I get really quiet inside. I go through my emotional cleanup processes. I'm really prayerful. I'm really meditative. And I need a minute to sit with myself before I'm ready to talk with other people. Mm-hmm. And But when I show up in strength, I do the processing. When I show up and then I go to people. When I show up in weakness, I just let things fester alone. And so recognizing like, what is it that I actually need behind this negative behavior is I need a little bit of time to just process on my own. Mm -hmm. Then I need to bring in the other people. And so that processing part for me first, I'm not actually ready to collaborate on problem solving until I've actually processed how I feel about the problems. That emotional piece is really important. Then I can come into it with like, okay, I'm emotionally neutral. Now that I am emotionally neutral, um, I'm recognizing I don't know how to get to the next point because if I did, I already would have, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's really important to recognize. When we think that we have all the answers, we are condemning ourselves to the place that we are at right now because you have the answers that have brought you to this point. So if you want to get somewhere new, you have to be willing to receive feedback. Right. So what I do is I start information gathering and I start like going to, and I, I will always look at a couple of different resources. So number one is the people on my team. What do they know? What do they see? What do they support. Mm -hmm. Number two is the people who are my peers. Um, What do they know? What can they see? How can they support? And then number three is the people who have been where I want to go and I've never been there before. What Mm -hmm. do they see? What do they know? What, What are the holes that they can fill in? And so when I look at it in those three places, I get this really comprehensive picture of information And if I leave one of those out, it's not a complete picture. If I just listen to mentors and I don't listen to my team, the mentors don't know my business as well as my team does. But if I just listen to my team and I don't listen to my mentors, my team members don't know how to get where my mentors have been. Yeah, is missing information. And then my peers understand exactly where I'm at. So Mm -hmm. I need those three levels of collaboration. Um, And it has been a freeing process to release myself from the need to have answers and instead to embrace having really good questions. Mm -hmm. I have really good questions. I have more questions than I have answers, but the questions that I ask are leading us towards the answers. And Mm -hmm. to reposition my role, instead of always being the problem solver, to be the one that fuels the conversations that lead other people and empower other people to start solving problems and start figuring out what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not suggesting that I've like abdicated decision making. I am making a lot of decisions right now, (laughs) but I'm making them alone and I'm not making them uninformed and I'm not making them based on emotion. Yeah. The last thing is I'm making them not 
I, the last thing I'm not doing is making them based on the obstacles that we currently have. I am making decisions based on where we want to go. Mm-hmm. And um, if I listen entirely to my team, we make decisions based on the obstacles we currently have. Well, this is our current budget constraint. This is how many people we have. We're all maxed out. And so then it's like I push the growth off to accommodate where we're at. When I listen to my mentors, that's when I really shift into that space of making decisions based on where we're going and then can come back to my team and say, okay, I get all of these obstacles. All of them are surmountable. What do we need to do in order to move past these current obstacles? And then my team will tell me we would need to hire this additional person. Mm-hmm. We need, you know, this, we need to increase our budget here. And then I get to say, okay, now my job is to figure out how to make that happen. What are we going to do about that? Yeah. So this process of shifting, and this has been a big shift for me this year to go from me being the one who's like solving all the problems and trying to figure things out um, to just saying, I truly don't know what I don't know. So um, I'm releasing the need to be the answer person. And I am adopting being the person who asks the powerful questions from the right people with the right support system. It's been so fun and so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, th- that's brilliant. I think that, um, you know, creating that level of... Um, I'm going to say buffer, right? Uh, allows you to get, pers- or maybe perspective is a better word, because then that way you you can only make decisions and you can only execute on those decisions based on the information that you have. But if we delay making decisions or executing on the decision because we don't have enough information, you'll never get anything done. Yeah. And so I, I love what you're saying. Here. Yeah. This- you know that. The other thing that I've been learning this year is that um, there is a momentum behind a solution. Yeah. So when it's collaborative, though, and when it's just you, it's like you come up with the solution, you make the decision, and then you are the one who has to do all of the work to implement it out. When it is a collaborative problem solving, you together come up with what we're going to change, where we're going to go. And then everybody starts to move towards that. And it feels like less heavy lifting to get to the point of change. Mm -hmm. It's more because it's many people support that which they help to create. And so it becomes many hands moving things forward instead Mm -hmm. of it all being your sheer will, Mm -hmm. you know, impressed upon the people. It's so much easier to create a shift when you do it that way. Oh, that's awesome. Good stuff. Um, the other thing is also about handling conflict, right? Because sometimes conflict will, will happen in collaborations. And I distinctly remember when you and I decided to partner up in some of the things that we did, I said to you, <laughs> let's plan for the divorce before we get married. Yes. <laughs> how, how do we know? How would I know that you're in breakdown? And here's how you would know if I'm in breakdown and what we need in those moments. And Um, and giving each other permission to interrupt when we're in our crap. Because when you're in your crap, it's hard to know how to help you unless somebody had advance notice, right? And then when you're in your crap, you don't want somebody to help you because you're in your crap, right? right? (laughs) So you you have to have somebody that has permission to wade through all of that and to say, grab you by your throne, say, you're acting like a fool right now, stop it, you know? Um, and so I'm so thankful, uh, 
part of the collaborative agreement that you and I have with one another is, yes, you have permission to grab me by my throat and tell me to stop it. Yeah. And you can count on me to not need you to do that. <laughs> I'll do my best. So, that, you know, those, those times that you've had to do that are far and in between. You know what I mean? Yeah. And knowing that um, conflict is a part of growth. Yeah. If it's smooth all the time, nothing is happening to rock the boat. Yes. Right. If And so when you're going for big things, there is going to be friction because you're in movement. And even just the act of your feet moving across the earth is friction against the ground. Right. And um, embracing that instead of shying away from it and trying to create calm waters all the time, calm waters, the boat sits still. Yes. <laughs> we need that momentum. We need that friction of wind against sails and um, multiple people working together, doing opposite tasks. Uh, there's going to be friction. There's going to be conflict and it's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's learning. And this is what I loved so much about Monica, how we set things up was setting the agreements from the very beginning about how we would handle that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I've been doing a lot in my company lately is saying, okay, guys, this is how we're handling the challenges that we have. And then we go in and we handle it. But uh, setting the, the tone and the, you call it a lot, like setting the container, you know, yes. we have to set the container and get it ready mm -hmm. so that whatever we put into it, it's, it's not going to destroy us or flood everywhere. It's like, oh, here's the container in with it. Yeah. Now, what are we going to do about it? So, yes. 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 And then the last thing that I'm going to say about that is that, um, it's very important from the very beginning, and then I, we said this in an earlier episode, um, to the, the, the foundation of those decisions come from how you identify yourself, how you identify the company, how you identify the relationship. Because from that identity, from who you be, comes what you do and what you have, right? And so when I operate from the assumption that I am already perfect, whole, and complete, and I am connecting with other perfect, whole, and complete people. And then we are on the same side of the table. It's us against the problem, not me against you. That's yes. very, very important because then, yes. then there are places, uh, then I receive your feedback differently. Then I don't have to get defensive. I can drop the defensive. Then I can be curious about even the negative feedback, the negative results, the negative you know, circumstance or whatever. Now I can be curious about it and explore solutions and be resourceful and innovative versus being defensive and protective all the time. And so when I can operate from, I'm already good and you're already good. Let's be good together against this thing, against this challenge or this problem or whatever that case may be, then um, a whole slew of solutions open up that wouldn't otherwise be available. Absolutely. I love it. It's us against the problems, not you against me. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Beautiful. Well, thank you all of you for joining us and listening in and watching. Uh, we so appreciate you. It would be, I mean, honestly, Monica and I could talk to each other for days and it would be really fun, but it's more fun. We want we you in on the fun. <laughs> <laughs> more fun when we get to hear from you so leave us a comment um make sure that you subscribe and follow and uh connect with us off of the platform as well so we'd love to hear from you i'm at amy walker coach on instagram monica's at monica ogando and we can't wait to have you back again next time thanks everyone thanks, everybody